Welcome to Crone Life Joy Reboot Podcast, revolutionising how cisgender, trans women and AFAB non-binary individuals over 40 experience midlife, menopause and ageing. I'm your host, Pia Antico, a Crone Life Joy Reboot Mentor, founder of Essential Awakening Mentoring, a number one international best-selling author and public speaker, who at 50 is a late-in-life queer, neurospicy, three deaths before 30, two abusive marriages and major head injury life rebuilder. Welcome, dear listeners, to Crone Joy Chat Season 1, Episode 6. Yes, and today is my wonderful guest, Amanda Lindsay. Amanda is the creator of the Facebook group Project Shape, spreading happiness across planet Earth. She is a fun-loving spirit whose passions are people, writing and spreading joy. Amanda strives to make every encounter as joyful and meaningful as possible. Shape Cards, her newest endeavour, provides such opportunity. These handwritten wallet-sized bundles of joy are ready to be passed at any time, anywhere, to anybody. Amanda's public writing adventures began in April 2022 with the release of her multi-authored book project, Sacred Surrender. She is a featured contributing author to Biz Catalyst 360 magazine and she just recently has been published in another multi-author book project called Divine Love. She has managed chronic health conditions for 25 years, a full-time job with many physical and mental challenges, and a roller coaster of unexpected ups and downs, twists and turns. However, that has never stopped her in the pursuit of happiness for herself and others. Love is her belief system and connection is everything to her. She feels By sharing stories, we encourage learning, understanding, acceptance, and ultimately love. Oh, so true. So true, my dear Amanda. Well, please, hello to everyone. Hey, everybody, and thank you, Pia. I am so excited to be here. Yay! Now, we, um, I've met you my dear online one day we will have the physical hug no doubt oh yes opportunity arises and the universe provides but we have we connected uh over both being co-authors in for those who will be watching this in the video form uh it's the sacred surrender book cover that i am holding up those who are listening but not watching i'm holding up our fabulous uh book sacred surrender that we both um co-authors in and i just did a refresher this morning and and read your story again to remind myself of how fabulous you are and also uh jumped in and reread your latest story which is 
the Cadillac of wheelchairs. I just, I love it. And I want to you to start with, yeah, talking about happy, the shape of getting into that happiness and, and where this all got inspired from, please. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... That's a loaded, that's a loaded question for sure. I have I have always been about happiness. Always been the office cheerleader, if you will. Um, one of the things I love to do when I was um, in the work field is on Fridays I would make little bitty bags of like mini chocolates and uh, leave them on the desks of all of my coworkers. So I'd like, I'd sneak in like, or I'd leave late Friday or sneak in real early and leave them, you know, not saying who they're from or anything, just, you know, and it just made me happy. Cause I mean, who doesn't like chocolate on Friday? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. I know. Chocolate any day, let's face it. But Fridays <laughs> particularly, absolutely. Oh God, that is just really beautiful. Uh, that's that's one of my long you know my stories from long long ago of you know when when the happiness was just it's always been a part of me and I've always been a bubbly person um however you know life isn't all about the rainbows and unicorns and you know downright shitty things happen <laughs> believe it or not you know? absolutely they do absolutely <laughs> And so, you know, one of the things that I love to do, uh, obviously within spreading the happy, but one of the messages I like to bring about with that is called spreading the happy or finding the happy in the crabby. <laughs> and, you know, that sounds maybe a little bit um, toxically positive, like, hey, everything's all good that's not really what it's about you know it's about it's finding that happiness that little something that can bring a smile or that joy even though you know things are just shitty and things aren't going your way and I guess what I'd like to do and for for listeners here uh who aren't seeing me I'm wearing this really sparkly gold shirt and I'm going, I, I love it. I love sparkles. I love, um, I love it. <laughs> it's going to kind of be a little uh, a metaphor for, you know, what I'm going to be talking about with finding the happy and the crappy. You know, the sparkly shirt um, for me represents joy and happiness. And right now I'm wearing that to reflect that. But, you know, there's some days where you just feel like wearing that sweatshirt that has stains all over it you know what i'm saying or maybe totally. you wash maybe you haven't totally. washed it in a couple of weeks but where so the you know this toxic idea is wearing the sparkly shirt every day no matter what that fake yeah. it till you make it that showing up with the fake smiles and glitter no matter what and i'm all about you know really accepting and loving that sparkly shirt and that nasty sweatshirt because yeah. they're all a part of us you know and when you can when you can fully accept and embrace all the parts of you that's when you can just find that joy you know oh uh, absolutely absolutely i mean that's what that's 
that is uh, the message too that's sort of coming from my end when I work with my clients. It's it's that it's really quite interesting. Our inner nature, like we're energy beings, the universe is energy, everything is energy. We are energetic beings in a physical world, in a physical body, and you can attest to that. Sometimes our physical bodies don't work as well as we'd like uh, at times, and the physical world may not be maybe doing exactly what we want all the time. But our inner nature is happiness. So in, in what's really interesting is that that outer sparkly shirt that you've got to remind you uh, and to reflect to others and reflect uh, on, on yourself, that you're already always in a sparkly, even if sometimes you're not aware of that inner sparkle that is yours. And that's okay. You know, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And, and that's what the, that journey of finding the happy and the crappy is. It's, it's not necessarily finding it, finding that inner sparkle it's relocating it because it's always there it always has been there it's just yep. maybe we forgot or maybe we lost it you know we got a bit caught up in our we've gotten caught up in the story in our head uh and and the messages we get from society and we focus outside um yeah, and I love in both your stories how you how you rightly point out that the happiness isn't gotten by what someone does, or that even it's it's not even in the chocolate. Even though chocolate is really tasty and really lovely, the right. happiness isn't inherent in the chocolate. It's in the appreciation of the chocolate. It's it's our experience. It's what we pay attention to. And I love I love that realization that you you just so beautifully articulate in your stories. And oh, well, I'd love you to know how did you get there, like because expand a little bit more on your <laughs> personal experience, please. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So a big pivotal point, um, and is what I write about in the Divine Love chapter, being the the Cadillac of wheelchairs, finding the happy and the crappy, and finding or realizing my source of joy and basically it was that I had in my in my career of chronic health I was you know managing it the way lots of humans do it deny 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 you know it's not there I don't have any problem you know I know <laughs> I've got to make my body keep up with my sparkly, fast racing mind. And, and it, it, I'm just going to drag it like a dead horse carcass. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Been there, done that. <laughs> and you can, you can only do that for so long. And, yeah. Yeah. well, uh, you know, my body told me, hey, you can only do that for so long. So, I ended up, ended up with this, um, with this flare up and, I'll go back a little bit. Um, when I was 15, I had um, EBV and several other uh, infectious diseases that came together and just uh, did a number on my immune system. And, you know, the initial getting over it was, you know, six months or so, but I would have random flare-ups, you know, and I would 
go through the thing, you know, deal with the the deal with the symptoms, and then as soon as they were over, I'm like, oh, back to normal. Um, you know, burning the candle at both ends, and you know, oh, it's yep. there's nothing wrong. I just was sick for a month or two, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, I had this I had this flare that never went away, and that was in 2009, and I had lost my ability to walk along with a host of other things and life was just piling on the crap and um but the uh the the walking was a big thing to me that was that was one of my sources of joy I loved walking in nature walking all over the place it was just exploring lots of fun and when that was taken away from me I I was very bitter uh, and I uh and as as things were happening day by day I was losing just everything and independence was huge for me and that that keto having no more walking was like oh that's my independence and so I had it in my mind I'm like look I'm gonna be the one that decides how I get here to there and nobody's gonna you know tell me anything and how I was doing that was I don't know if you're familiar with little office desk chairs that have wheels and they spin around yeah, 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 yeah. it can be a lot of fun and distraction from getting the work yeah. done yeah <laughs> absolutely well the one I had had no arms and so my mom was she would you know drag me and at this point I was I couldn't move myself and I was like dead weight and so she was picking me up and throwing me onto this you know little office wheelchair I mean office chair as you know as gently as she could and I'd be like, okay, push, and I'm holding on for dear life because there's no arms or nothing, and you know I could fall, and obviously, but you know that was actually the safest thing we were doing to travel me to get wow. to get yeah. from to get from like the house to the car. I actually was making her piggyback ride me, and wow. it, my mom was a little thing, and like. I'm probably, I was probably like 45 pounds more than she weighed. And well, she did it. And I don't know how the hell she did it, but you know, and I mean, we really could have bottomed out and hurt ourselves a lot, but I just, I don't know if I really cared or if I really thought about it, it didn't matter. But yeah, so yeah, that's, that was the ridiculousness that was happening. And one of my neighbors saw obviously what was going on and he came over for a chat one day. He, he was a sweetheart. He'd come over all the time, but he brought over this wheelchair and it was for his wife and she had passed and she never got to use it. And he was all like, well, you know, this is the Cadillac of wheelchairs. It was like, you know, all the bells and whistles there, everything yeah, wow. you could think of. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, you know, gritting my teeth and saying, thank you, even though deep down I'm like, ah, you really shouldn't be doing this. I'm not having it. But, you know, yeah. I was I was polite, did the thing and put the wheelchair in my kitchen and it just sat there and I just kept looking at it and it just sat there. <laughs> well, then, then it started like laughing at me and was kind of yeah. like, you know, I see you and, you know, you really, you, you really have lost all control of your life at this point. And I'm like, well, all right, maybe, maybe I should try it. 
And so one day I did, I had, I shocked the hell out of my mom. Cause I was like, Hey, you know, let's, I, I have to go to the bathroom. Why don't you get that wheelchair? She was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Just like that. And I was kind of like, yeah. all right. But you know, once I, she, you know, she plopped me in there and I was just like, it was like those, you know, in the movies, the angels. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah just like, like that. It was so cushioned and so soft. I could, you know, I could hold on and had arms and I was like, you know, yeah. wow. And it actually, not only was it like super, super safe, which really we needed because we were not really being, yeah. you know, safe yeah. about things. Um, it, it also actually, I started realizing offered me more independence than what I was doing. I could actually, you know, if I had a little bit of energy, I could try and, you know, roll with, you know, use the arms yeah. and the wheel to, to roll it. And, you know, maybe I'd go a few inches or maybe I'd go a foot, but that was me doing it, you know? And yeah. I was like, yeah. this is awesome. Yeah. And so, I, you know, with that, with that present and that gift, and once I finally realized how much of a gift it was, I just... I felt this overwhelmingly sense of gratitude and it was just like at that point my heart just started opening and it really got me to start reflecting on just how I'd been acting how I'd been feeling it's just like you know I was I was allowing myself to to reflect, to feel where I wasn't before. I was just holding things in and just all this anger and things were happening. And this was just like a release, you know what I'm saying? Oh, and, absolutely. Yes. And so when that release happened, it was just like, I literally like the floodgates opened for real. I like, I hadn't cried in forever. Right. And so, you know, just this, fully accepting of all my feelings towards myself towards the situation towards the people in my life and I just I started to accept everything and forgive and it just felt amazing and I felt that I realized that this the sparkle this happiness had nothing to do with what was outside of me and it, it really was all me and didn't matter where I was and it didn't matter you know what the circumstance that that it's me and yeah. when I felt that way I was like man it's just it was one of the most amazing feelings ever and so in that in that vein I um that was kind of the first big realization of of where this happiness was going is realizing hey it's it's really in me and then, then of course, it, it actually lovely coincided with uh, a horrible, shitty circumstance for the rest of the world, COVID. Yeah. And, and yeah. when, you know, when COVID hit and they, the, you know, the height, height of it around, around 2020, it's like, man, you know, I have this feeling of joy inside of me and the feeling 
the, the, the intense emotions and the horrible things that people were experiencing. I wasn't experiencing joy about that. Trust me, that's not what I mean. But what I mean is that none of that was drastically affecting me because I had been there, done that, and I had gathered these tools for a long time that have allowed me to deal with that, oh my God, upturning life situation that happens in a blink of an eye, like COVID. Yeah. And so yeah. many people, yeah, so many people were going through all these things and had had never experienced anything quite like it before. And I was like, you know, if I could help people to, you know, create that joy within them, regardless of their circumstances, that would, that would just be amazing. And what it really, what really hit me was that, you know, with the, with the social distancing, you couldn't hug and, oh my God, I am a hugger. I, the first, you know, when I see you, that's what I do. And, you know, I, I have to ask people because now, because I know people are, people have space, you know, issues and things. And, but I never really cared before. I was just like, come here, give me a hug, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, so, I'm the same. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and so it really, oh God, that was a bummer for me, not being able to hug anybody. And another thing, smiles. Smiles just bring so much joy to my heart. Um, and smiles make me smile. It's one of those, you know, pass it along. It just makes things better kind of thing. And when you have a mask on, you don't see those smiles. And, you know, if people were smiling, you really couldn't see it. And so I was like, man, I'm like, hugs and smiles. That's what we need right now. And so originally what the shape cards are called now, they're originally called hugs and smiles. And so what I was, my plan was to get these cards. And what I would do is write hand, handwritten messages and I'd have them just, you know, just with me. You could put them in your wallet or your pocket or whatever. And, you know, if you passed somebody on the street and they were looking down, you could give them a, give them a hug and smile right then and there, you know? And it wouldn't be, you know, wouldn't be a, a breach of any of the, the COVID stuff. It would just be, you know, here, you know, it's, it's a genuine just offering of, of joy. And so yeah, that's, love it. that's where the, that's where the beginnings of shape came around and the spreading happiness across planet earth. I was like, all right, so I know this happiness was inside me. I know I want to spread it everywhere. And so these cards are what I want to do. Well, the card thing didn't pan out until recently, but what did happen is one of my friends, she set up a Facebook group for me because she was like, okay, this idea is so good. You really need to, you know, have a group join, you know, come, get people to come together to spread happiness across planet earth. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, the, the shape group didn't, it, it took a little while to come into fruition, probably about a year, because I had good old imposter syndrome come to visit. Totally get it. <laughs> I, I was, I was like, you know, 
how can I show up? I mean, am I going to show up? Do I do I have the capability of showing up like they say you're supposed to show up? And because, I, you know, once again, I fell back. I fell back on my chronic health issues. And, you know, that's something I need to and know now. But at the time, it was it was not registering or didn't fully register that that's I I don't need to have those thoughts. That's a boundary I can just totally yeah. over, you know, not even worry about. I I do it my way because I have to. I have to adapt. And so I was like, all right, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to show up how I work. And that's what I did. And, and now we're almost into a year and a half of having yeah. Project Shape. And we have over 720 people and 49 different countries are involved. Wow. Fabulous. So that's, that's really awesome. And, you know, it's not, it's not my group. It's our group. Any, you know, that's how I feel about it. Um, I'm just holding the space for anybody to come and be happy, share happiness receive happiness you know uplift connect mm -hmm. celebrate um just empower and inspire people it's you know you don't you show up as you are and you don't have to that's the beauty of it you don't have to be happy you can come to get happy if you want because mm -hmm. the support's just there it's it's beautiful i mean i've had days I've had days where I'm not feeling it and I'll just be like, Hey guys, I'm not feeling it. Need your love and support. And I'll have people sending me, you know, public messages or private messages. And Oh my God, the, the connections I've, I've made and the people that I've just met through this group have just been amazing. It's like happiness with me holding this space for other people it's only increasing the happiness for me, you know? That's it. And that's where you mentioned in, in both of your, your stories, the, the importance of appreciation, paying it, you know, having that mindful awareness and, and gratitude and how that in itself is uh, a self-fulfilling happy engine. And I, and I love that because that is exactly what it is, you know, we can't put happiness into other people, but we can encourage them to uh, take, a, take a moment and actually come back into some uh, mindful appreciation for them to, yeah, feel their own store of happiness that they have. And I, I love being, I am in your group and I love your group. And I do love just seeing the messages that are spread uh, from yourself and from the other group members. It's really beautiful. And I love that. I love too just the the connections that have been made that like aren't like me involved like I've seen like friends of mine and then other friends of mine who would not have ever connected before and they're now friends and that's just that's just beautiful that that ripple effect you know it's oh, just oh absolutely absolutely one thing that I I, I want I just come to mind that I uh, I, I guess I want to share with our, our listeners. There's, 
that that it just amazes me about you in our, our year or couple of years now of, of being connected. How I and it is this, it comes down to how you are so oh you're just so open and giving it i mean it honestly there are times on the back on the other end of, of my side of the computer yeah when for me in my life things are going crappy or something and i'm or i'm not feeling so well or what have you and i and i'm in and when i'm sort of in that and i look at you and i look at how how you find or tap into um what your your innate reserves of joy and loving kindness despite every you know and 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 are so mindful of giving from not kind words to posting lovely little gifts from across the other side of the world and i'm thinking god i am not that mindful not yet anyway <laughs> you're a you're so inspiring oh thank you that means so much to me that oh no, that just truly I notice it and I'm amazed and I'm just wondering where is that I mean we've been talking where's is that is because I mean not yeah I not everyone is doing that where is this coming from within you that that enables you to be so conscious and mindful and kind uh, you know I think one of the places it comes from is when I would say when I was at my very very lowest mm -hmm. and we're talking this was 2013 to 2014 uh, I was completely bedridden um, I have this I have this condition it's a nervous condition nervous system condition called um, CRPS, Complex Regional Pain Syndrome, and it affects people differently, but it's essentially super, super hyperactive nerves. And what was what was happening with me is that my nerves were so tightly wound, literally, physically, that my joints were actually cur um, curving inward and making my body go into like a fetal position. And yeah, I was literally, yeah. I was literally like stuck like that. And my parents worked with, they would freak out. They'd be afraid to like move me because they thought they'd like snap my joints and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so at that point, you know, there were days where all, all I could do was open my eyes. And at that point, you know, I would, I would travel. I would, my, my goal to, uh, I want to travel the world physically, but I've always traveled in my mind. And so yeah. at that point, that was one of the things that always brought me great joy was just being able to think about and transport myself elsewhere. Yeah. Also the people that just, did so much for me and meant they, they meant so much to me they did so much for me went way above and beyond their you know duties of nurses or um personal care companions you know people that would come in and sit and they'd watch me and you know give my mom some time away 
and they would just sit there and they would engage with me like nothing was wrong. Like yeah. I was just a person and we were having a conversation, even though that conversation may have been one-sided, they may have been just telling me stories about their lives, but you know, I could hear that. I knew their compassion. I could feel it. And yeah. when you have that, when you have that kind of feeling with people, I think I just, I want to have that feeling with others and I want to be that feeling for other people because it's just extraordinary. It It, it is. And I, I just, yeah, I, I, again, it's not, it's not to say that um, there's, you know, a, 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 a good or a bad way of responding to our own difficulties in the sense that sometimes you are going to be um, self-focused and very sort of insular and really not able to see beyond your own crappy situation, be it uh, physical or otherwise. Um, but to to have those moments where you 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 can look beyond self, uh, it is it is in those moments where the miracles happen, and I I'm I'm saying it to myself, really I'm reminding myself because there are, I, I I do realize that yeah there's more more times than not in my life I I you know you get really caught up or I've gotten caught up in my own little bubble and not always remembered to look beyond it and that is so key to happiness isn't it i mean really it is but it's also yeah. it's also realizing that it's okay to be caught in that bubble too because exactly yeah because yeah. you need that i mean that's your that's your self-preservation that's yeah. when you're not when you're not able to be and you need that that's you know yeah. where you where you need to stay it's just you know don't stay there forever because that's not healthy but no you know as no. long as as long as you need that's I, I look at it it was as long as you need to yeah. deal with that crappy situation stay I mean realize it shit stay there that's fine but if you if you can at the same time realize that happiness is there too it's not an either or and that's one of the things that um has always frustrated me people will say you know you can't be happy and sad or angry and happy or and i'm sorry you, you, you're you <laughs> you've got so many emotions yeah. and they're dancing all over all the time yeah. so you know it whatever whatever's going on embrace it fully because it's all beautiful you know oh absolutely I mean, it may not feel like it but, no, but no. In, the, in, in the long run you know I like right now me looking back at that 2013 and 2014 because I had that experience I know that where I am right now is light years progression you know what I'm saying Yep. And yep. and I can say, okay, that, that was the worst I've ever had. And when I feel like things are rock bottom, I can look back and say, okay, I made it through that time, you know? Yep. 
Absolutely. Still here, still kicking. No, you're yeah. completely right. And and it's not it's not to be said in a um yeah, as you as you mentioned earlier, it's not to be said into a in a toxic, positive, nothing's wrong, blah, blah, blah kind of way. Um and to and not in any way to deny uh you know, actual, real, physical, you know, objective difficulties. But, yeah, I, I, I was uh, in a podcast interview this morning and I found myself saying about my own, um, one of, a snippet of my own experience, uh, like yourself, a couple of, few years ago, um, I, had, I was it 20, 2014 and 2015 in my then second marriage now I'm out of it but um I I had two miscarriages naturally back then uh it was just phenomenally uh, grief-stricken it was it was incredibly difficult to deal with but now years later out of that marriage back in my home country then rebuilding my life post that marriage um I've got to say that even though that was really a, a, a difficult experience I look I, I, I now look where I am now and I go I was in many ways saved by those pregnancies not going to term they weren't meant to go to term for whatever reason and they didn't but I've actually realized how saved I am because had they it would have been a lot more difficult for me to get out of that abusive marriage uh, let alone leave uh, uh, leave that country, let alone with two children, let alone now be 51 and having under five-year-olds and, you know, all the rest of it. So there is definitely um, truth to even our, our darkest days. There is a silver lining to them. We may not know what that's going to look like, but there, there will always be a... a, a a reason and a benefit to the difficulties we have we just kind of need to see them and i love that that's what you've been writing and you and sharing with us yes. absolutely well, thank uh, you can i ask uh how if you have a particular because we've talked around it in a in a, in a more kind of theoretical kind of way but was there have you got any particular tips tricks tools strategies that have helped you to access that that insight when it's happened that might be helpful oh yeah absolutely um one of the <laughs> the couple a couple of the different tools that i've i've learned that would help me to kind of navigate those crappy situations First, uh, the first one and probably one of the most difficult is honesty, <laughs> and it's honesty with yourself. <laughs> yeah. To <laughs> so sometimes, sometimes like sometimes we honestly don't see things that we're in, and sometimes we don't allow ourselves to see what we're in. And I was I was guilty of both. You know, there there were things that I was definitely denying and things that I just didn't know. And yeah. when I allowed myself to, you know, get real and say, okay, 
I'm in a I'm in a circumstance that isn't ideal. Um, that's kind of where you start because yeah. you know, knowing it, knowing it helps to to move through it because you're not going anywhere if if <laughs> you're gonna be stuck if you if you don't recognize you know. And then then the gratitude that's a oh my god that's a huge one and you know, I don't mean you know it's Thanksgiving, be grateful gratitude, or, you know, I got a present for my birthday, write a thank you card gratitude. I I mean that genuine thing that you're thankful for. And it can be the, it can be so small. Like I said, just, just the fact that you opened your eyes today, you know, I mean, if you're having if you really are having a problem coming up with something, just the fact that you're here and you opened up your eyes, that's that's a huge start. And once you have that little thing, oh my God, celebrate it. Because if you if you sit here and say, you know, oh, I'm gonna be happy when I'm out of debt. Okay, you yeah. could be fifty thousand dollars in debt and <laughs> how long is that gonna take? But you know, if you wake up and you opened your eyes i'm so excited i have another day let's celebrate you know yeah and those little things build up and when you start to recognize those and and i like to you know whether it's i write about it or i you know just speak it out loud i like to do it either in the morning when i wake up or when i go to bed just Pick one thing, you know, people say three, people say 10, you know, if you can't with the numbers, just pick one and start there. And you'll see if you keep doing it, it's going to be easier and easier. And that list of one is going to be, you know, you you literally could be up hours if you think about those things. Yes. It's It really snowballs like that. And then with that gratitude, the self-love is a huge thing, you know, being able to accept the fact that, okay, I'm in, I'm in a crappy situation. I'm going to embrace that. I love myself regardless because, you know, maybe I got there on my own. Maybe I got there on accident. Who, who knows? But I love myself regardless. And I love, I love the feelings that I have. Um, because they're mine and I will, I will get through this experience somehow and it may take a long time, but embracing and allowing yourself to love those things about you, regardless of what they are, that, that goes, goes miles in to getting smiles. <laughs> and Absolutely. Um, along with self-love is the acceptance aspect um accepting just yeah that's that's also very hard i know it's it's taken me oh my goodness it's taken me a good 23 years to fully accept that i'm not my illness and yeah i love me because of my illness despite my illness regardless mm-hmm. um because i'm not who i am without it and so and i love me so that that's a big part and 
So I like, I love that sparkly shirt and I love mm. that stained sweatshirt and that, that helps a lot. And I think about that a lot lately because when, you know, I had a, I had a pretty bad setback last year. It was a couple months. It was really, really tough. And when I'm feeling like that, I'm living in hoodies and sweatpants, trust me. And it may be the same one the whole month. I mean, it's yeah. literally that bad, but if that's how I'm feeling, I'm going to accept that and embrace that because that's where I'm at. Love where yeah. you are, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Then, oh, yeah. And the last one I would say is, is patience. And, oh, my God, that's probably just as hard as honesty. <laughs> is, yeah. Yeah. It's waiting. Because it's not going to, and obviously it depends on what your circumstance is. It's not going to, it's not going to change overnight. And you know, yeah, you can start a gratitude practice, but you're not going to start feeling it tomorrow. No. And it may, it may really, it can take days, it can take weeks, it can, it can, like me, take years. I mean, yeah. but, but having that patience along with those other tools, just that, that brings you through the crap and yeah. out to the light, you know? No, absolutely. And, and, and one thing that's popped into mind about patience uh, that I think has at least uh, have been helpful for me in that long, arduous journey of patience with self and others and life and all the rest of it, um, is it it becomes easier when you realise that the universe has your back and you've spoken about that in your book. The universe does have your back things are innately working out for us even if we can't see it even if we and which we can't none of us can see the future but we don't have to see the future all we have to do is be present to our inner wisdom in the present moment knowing that the next present moment in the future will be we'll have access to all that we need within uh, and access to the, the 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 answers and the wisdom that we need to respond to that future present moment. And when you kind of realize that, not just intellectually, but you know, experientially realize that insight, then the waiting isn't kind of waiting anymore. It's it's the open acceptance in the present moment of what will unfold. And I absolutely. Oh, so groundbreaking when we hit, when we get there. But it's also okay not to be there because <laughs> sometimes you forget. Sometimes you're not plugged in. Sometimes you are very caught up in the insular and what's going on. And that's, as you said before, beautifully, that's all okay completely. And it's, it's about the journey too. Another another weird image to think about. It's kind of morbid, but it is, it's no. so true is, you know, the, the life support, machines at the hospital that have the yep. little yep. lip lips yep. you know that's not all one line the up and down up and down that means you're living if you yeah. have this one straight line you're done <laughs> I mean, yeah we're, we're off this mortal coil exactly completely so it's the dynamism of our life that that, that is yeah it's what what gives us our unique journey uh, absolutely um, i want to know what your favorite pajamas were or are 
Well, oh God. But that you used to, yes, that's coming from, yes, talking about when you're in your, I was visualizing you in your pajamas. And, and, and for those who are not visualizing, who, who aren't going to be, uh, who aren't seeing the video, uh, gorgeous Amanda is surrounded by a lovely, uh, frame of smiley faces. So I was imagining you in pajamas with smiley faces. Could be wrong though. I had some. Um, I did a couple of years ago. I was, we had a house fire. So I lost a lot of my clothes oh, no. and pretty much all of my clothes. So I'm building back yeah. up things, but I have these really cool jammies. Um, I was wearing them today, actually. It's a black shirt yeah. and it's got, um, it's got like eyelashes. And then like, it says, let me sleep on the shirt. Oh. And then on the bottom, it's these black jammy pants with like little like little like sleepy Z's and stuff all yeah. over the place. Yeah. Kind of like so. Yes, sleeping yeah. is one of my my hobbies and my pastimes that I enjoy. So a little a little smiley face that's you know sleeping. I, yeah, that's my jammy. Absolutely. Jammies. No, no, no. We, it's 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 so important that we actually do include more sleep. It's amazing how we. Uh, don't allow us, our, our body, brain, and consciousness to take a rest because we're of all this. The, well, in this case, toxic productivity. This this global capitalist consumer growth economy kind of society we live in that is insisting that we've all got to be doing a million and one things at a million miles an hour and not take rests is absolutely insane. You know, oh, and we I shouldn't am... have to wait till we're really sick to do it either. You're you're absolutely right. I'm I call myself the great monotasker. <laughs> I love that. Oh gotcha, <laughs> that is really good. Oh I yeah. Hone in on that one thing and just kind of do do it and when I'm done, yeah. put it away and move on to something else. Oh god, that's a skill I need. <laughs> Yeah, but you you multitask so well. I do have to say, oh. I, I, that is something I admire. I admire that of you so much. I really do. Oh, yes. thank you, darling. No, no, no. Uh, we're 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 ripping the curtain back and revealing uh, the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain. I can tell you right now that um, absolute mess of and shambles of it, and and. Yeah, no, it, 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 and it's exhausting doing. Um, I realize, yeah, I've just come into what, was I'm 51 this year. So perimenopause, one of the things that perimenopause has brought into my life is a late diagnosis of ADHD and, and a late realization of, um, autism. So the two neuro spicy ways of, of being in the world, uh, are constantly in battle with each other about yeah, doing a million things at once and also wanting to do one thing at a time and be, uh, you know, hermit and all the rest of it. So um, hard to say which one which one's come out to play on different days. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying that the illusion looks like it's all working. Oh. <laughs> Neurospicy. That sounds so much fun. I love that. Neurospicy. Yeah, I can't claim it as my own. I'm, I, 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 yeah, I'm not sure where it was originally or who originally coined it, but in, um, in, in the, uh, TikTok, uh, ADHD autism, um, space, 
which is filling up with lots and lots of women that are midlife and older, uh, talking about their new experience of, of, of not have, having gone through life to this point, not having been diagnosed and, and uh, supported to navigate a world that is not generally friendly for different neurodivergent um, ways of experiencing the world. But yeah, neurospicy has come out of that. So I thank any, I thank whoever it was that um, came up and coined it. So I'm yoinking it and using it. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, why not? And, and that is key to happiness, actually, when you come to think of it, one of the keys of happiness is that, is reframing a, 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 a shitty thing and reframing yeah. it, even if even if it's just labeling it slightly differently, um, but just that that little tweak of a reframe to see the strength in the difficulty has is is really important. And I know that you talk about that as well. And I just one of the things that just hit me right now is laughter. Yeah. Oh my god! When when you can laugh, that just makes life so much better. I mean. Even if it's the worst day, but you're you can laugh. I mean that. Oh, yep that that's a key to happiness too. I feel is is laughing. Oh gosh, yeah, no, uh, completely. Throw on a comedy, watch some cute little animals being really cute on TikTok <laughs> or something, and and and, and yeah, I I exactly. Finding anything to just have a chuckle about is absolutely important. Thank you so much i want to wrap things up um uh, and have ask you one ask you first what's coming up in the shape sphere of happiness um for you for this year um and a last inspirational thought to share with us well i plan to do a lot more writing this year mm -hmm. uh, i do have i do have a solo book in my head that has been writing itself for years and oh. I've just with writing this chapter for divine love it has gotten me to where I'm I'm ready and confident to get get cracking on that so we'll see where that takes me um yeah. and I'd really I'd really like to um get moving on some more shape cards there's a little bit of there was some tweaking that needed to be done and I'm still still tweaking on the new website, but I do plan on relaunching that and yeah. trying to get people to get those little shape cards out there because it's just so yeah. much fun. Oh, absolutely. Would you like to share what is um what is one of the your your sayings or thoughts on one of the cards? What is one of your faves? Oh, you are awesome. It is one of my favorites. Yeah. I just love passing that one around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh, definitely. Because we are. Without without having to do anything to be awesome. We just are. Like yeah, just you know are. our existence is a miracle. We're one of a kind. How 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 could we not be? That's awesome. what I'm saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it love it so much oh look thank you so much for joining us amanda and sharing shape sharing how to get into shape with our happiness and spreading love and kindness and hugs and smiles across the world looking forward to reading your book when
when you get it launched. I'll be definitely getting a hard copy. Mm. Yeah. Very excited. Okay, thank you, everyone, my dear listeners. Tune in to Quonejoy Chats and get into shape, happy shape with Amanda. Okay, take care. Love and light. Bye.